Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 468 for Saturday, May 12th, 2018. This is the BGG Page Views edition. Re-entering the top 20 after a week away, last week it was number 22, is Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition, by Christian T. Peterson, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 11,016 views, a gain of 717, or 7% from last week. That's also about 1,100 views less than the number 20 game had last week. Down 8 spots from 11 to 19 is Thanos Rising by Andrew Wolfe, published by USAopoly with 12,578, 2,700 fewer than last week, an 18% decline, 1,500 more than Twilight Imperium. After hitting number 3 two weeks ago, and in fact the week before that, it was number 7, but last week dropping back to number 20, climbing two spots to number 18 is Dark Light by Mauro Payne, published by Dark Ice Games, with 13,586, 1,008 more than Thanos Rising, and about 1,500 or 12% more than it had last week. Entering the top 20 at number 17 is XO, Mankind Reborn, by Diego de la Torre, published by Plastcraft Games, with 13,759, 173 more than Darklight. Entering at number 16, Growl, by Joey Vigor, published by Vigor Incorporated, with 13,802 a mere 43 more than EXO. At number 15 for the second week in a row is Gaia Project by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games with 14,309, 507 more than Growl, 33, or more than last week, a 0.2% increase. Climbing back up two spots to number 14 is Spirit Island, by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus, with 17,503. The gap there is almost exactly 3,200 between Spirit Island at number 14 and Gaia Project at number 15. It's a gain of 3,600, or 26%, for Spirit Island. Down one spot to number 13, Kingdom Death Monster by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death, with 17,658, 155 more than Spirit Island, and a gain of 2,600, or about 17%. After the last two weeks at number 10, dropping back to number 12 is Azul, by Mikal Kiesling, published by Plan B Games, with 17,776, 118 more than Kingdom Death Monster, only 273 more than Spirit Island. That's a gain, though, of 1,300, or 8.1%. And now another substantial gap of 4,200 between number 12, Azul, and number 11, falling out of the top 10 from number 7 last week, Rising Sun, by Eric M. Lang, published by Simon and Guillotine Games, with 21,945, that is a gain of 777, or 4%, but not enough against the influx of new competition. 
That ends a 15-consecutive-week run in the top 10 for Rising Sun. There are three new entries in the top 10. One of them, we, two of them we just heard from, Rising Sun and Azul. The third uh, that was in the top 10 last week and is now out is from number 6 to number 77, Hellboy, the board game. Debuting at number 10, though, is The Forbidden City by Andreas Stedding, published by Game Brewer, with 22,157, 212 more than Rising Sun, so it didn't miss by much, and but 5,700 more than uh, last week's number 10 had. The theme of The Forbidden City is set in 16th century China during the Ming Dynasty, and there was corruption in that dynasty's bureaucracy, so here players are trying to gain influence by bribing officials using, quote, an innovative card placement mechanism, end quote. It is on Kickstarter and a limited deluxe edition, had a goal of about $36,000, and has already had $150,000 pledged. Backsliding one spot for the second week in a row, from 7 to 8 to 9, is Scythe, by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 23,922. That's about 1,800 more than The Forbidden City, a gain of 3,800, or 19%, possibly on the strength of news from uh, an entry that's coming up on the list. But this is Scythe's 100th week in the top 10, making it only the third game to have 100 or more weeks in the top 10. Next up on the list, of course, as you probably remember, is X-Wing at number 2. It had 111 weeks in the top 10. I'm going to say that would be quite an accomplishment for Scythe to tack on 11 more weeks in view of the fact that we're entering the summer convention season here soon. But it might come close. We will see. In its second week in the top 10, sliding from number 2 to number 8 is Four Against Darkness by Andreas Filigoy, published by Ganesha Games with 24,159. Uh, that's only 237 more than Scythe, and a decline of just over half of the page view total it had last week. Climbing up two spots to number 7, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 24,789, 630, more than Four Against Darkness, at a substantial increase of 5,000, or 25%, over last week. Our second new entry, and our higher of the two debuts, is at number 6, D100 Dungeon, by Martin Knight, with 24,998 views, 209 more than Arkham Horror. And here is the description from Board Game Geek. Just a pencil, a few sheets of paper, two D10s, a D6, and the manual are all you need to take a character on a dungeon-delving adventure. Which sounds a lot like the description from Four Against Darkness, this week's number eight, last week's number two. And they are both single-player uh, pencil and paper role-playing games, essentially. At number five for the second week in a row is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, 
with 25,168, a gap there of only 170 between terraforming Mars and D100 Dungeon, a gain of 437, or 1.8%, from last week, and the gap between terraforming Mars at number 5 and Rising Sun at number 11 is only about 3,200, whereas the gap between 11 and 12 was over 4,000. If you think that Scythe, which only has at this point nine weeks more in the top ten than terraforming Mars, was not performing as well, position-wise, as terraforming Mars is at the same point in its life cycle, you are correct. Scythe, when it was in its 91st week, which was you know not that long ago, uh, scrolling back here, I see that Scythe's 91st week was uh, February 3rd. And at that time, it was number eight on the list, whereas here for the second week, which is here, uh, Terraforming Mars is uh, number five. So is it doing better than Scythe? Well, Scythe had different kinds of competition. And so there was it was a more competitive top 10 at the time. Uh, Scythe actually in its 91st week had 24,267 views. Terraforming Mars, 25,168. That's not very different. It's just so the weaker competition has enabled Terraforming Mars to ride higher on the list. The highest of our new entries is at number four, returning after six weeks away and charting for the third time, My Little Scythe by Hobie Chow and now published by Stonemeyer Games. With 34,785, 9,600, more than terraforming Mars. Uh, the ga- uh, 9,600 back from terraforming Mars would take you all the way down past number 14. So a massive gap between number 4 and number 5. My Little Scythe, of course, is a My Little Pony-themed version of Scythe. After dipping to number 4 last week, following a two-week run at number 1, climbing back up one spot to number 3 is The Seventh Continent by Ludovic Rudy and Bruno Sauté, published by Sirius Pulp, with 35,365, only about only 580, more than My Little Scythe, but another big decline of over 6,000, or 15%. Climbing one spot to number two in its second week in the countdown, Black Rose Wars, by Marco Montanaro, published by Ludus Magna Studio, with 45,876, that's 10,000, more than the Seventh Continent, and a gain of about 2,500, or 6%, from last week. And at number one, for the second week in a row, and the 51st time overall, it is Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 53,426, about 7,600, more than Black Rose Wars, a rebounding 4,000 view increase, or 8 0.2% more than last week. For Saturday, May 12th, 2018.